0: You have tuned in to TWUK Season 2, Episode 6. Today, I'm going to be talking with Camille about her experience being trafficked and what she is doing now to reclaim her identity, autonomy, and power. Trigger warning that this episode contains sensitive content. All right. Um, I'm really excited to be talking with you today, Camille. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Um, so, I have, like, a few questions prepared. I just want to say your sound system. Let's just, like... Does it sound good? I just
1: wanted you to know, like, it sounds <laughs> like... I feel, wow, like, <laughs> this is what I sound like?
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I like I like the way this sounds, too. Um,
1: Probably because I, like, smoked before this, so I'm, like... Right, ooh. same,
0: But so I'm all mellow. I'm, like,
1: oh, <laughs> shit, like... Ooh. Yeah. Like, just, like, feeling
0: it. <laughs> I like it too. Like I just, I kind of just want to like tell myself a bedtime story. Yeah, with this like narrative, or like the ASMR.
1: You know, like the ASMR on YouTube. Just like, yeah, just like a whisper.
0: It's like nice and peaceful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. So, let's see. Um. This is our first time meeting, so I obviously like don't really know anything about you. Um. But you mentioned in your messages that um. You were first doing sex work by coercion, and now you're doing it by choice. Could you tell me more, um, generally, about that experience? So, I guess you want to know, like,
1: how I became human trafficked or sex trafficked, or do you want to know, kind of, like a little bit more in detail? Like, I guess I don't understand the question. Like, how? What do you want to even know a little bit about that? Like, when I first started.
0: Yeah, I want to know, like, how it happened, um, if you're comfortable, like, yeah, sharing that. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, so, um, so I, this all started during the pandemic. Um, so I would say in 2019, I quit my job, um, and then I became a nanny full-time. Wow. And I moved out of the dorms in my campus, moved to my own place. So I was living on my own, doing my own thing, and I was, like, a complete square. Like, I had no idea about pimp toes like prostitution like sex work like i didn't know anything about that like i just thought everybody went to college and like was like struggling like me like i didn't know any different um because it just wasn't talked about so then just like i got a job at a restaurant later that year right before the uh the pandemic hit i met this guy who ended up being my pimp um i ended up meeting him he was super sweet and just, we developed a friendship that was very, very fast and very quick, um, but it also, it always involved money at some point, like, he always didn't have the money or I need to help pay for it, or it was just, like, me constantly having to give him money, but, like, backed by, like, oh, I love you and, like, we're a family and, like, I want us to, like, be together, like. Whereas so we do so many fun things together, like, you know, and then I'm like such a gift giver as a person that I was just like willing to like help because we were, you know, everybody was broke during the pandemic. Nobody had money and I had a nanny job. I was getting cash and like unemployment at the same time. So I guess he kind of felt like I was like his way to like survive. Like, I don't know how his thought process was, but for me, like I was generally in love with him because, you know, I cared about him. And, um, one day he just, like, we, I got a job offer to work in Miami, uh, in, like, September of 2020.
0: Where did the, where did you get the job offer? Was it? Like it was, a...
1: like, through, like, care.com. Like, was okay. just, just, like, a nanny site. Like, I got a job offer, and I took it, and, um, they, it was like this sick setup. It was like I was in an apartment. It was overlooking the water in Miami. Oh man, and that's it, so nice. And it was like the it was like a Jewish family, and they lived like two blocks down. And this was like your dream like job if you ever want to run away from your hometown. So I'm like holy shit, like, I don't have to be in Maryland. Fuck Maryland. Like, (laughs) like, fuck this shit. Like, when you get tired of the same shit over and over again, you know what I mean? Like, fuck the DMV. So that's kind of, like, how I felt at the time. Not anymore. I'm, like, happy I'm back. But, like, at the time, I was just like, well, you know, when you grow up in the same area, you get tired of the same shit. So I'm like, you know, that's how it was. Um, But then he, like, ruined it because I didn't tell the family that he was there. And they were kind of low-key racist. So they were just like, you got to get the fuck out of here. And it was COVID. And, you know, everybody was afraid of COVID. Mm -hmm. So nobody wanted to be around anybody. So everybody was just scared. So we were, like, homeless. And we were, like, broke. Like, dead-ass broke. Because, like, all the money that I had been making since then, I had just been giving it to him. Yeah. So, like, what did I have? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, What was he doing with it? I don't know. And I always wanted to know. But the thing is, is that, like, he... His and I's relationship went from, like, I felt like I could talk to him about anything to so I couldn't talk to him about shit. Like, I had to basically just do what he said mm. and, like, pretend to be happy. You know? Like, the relationship stopped being fun when all he cared about was money. Yeah. And trying to make it seem like it wasn't all about money. Like, we were building something, but we weren't really building anything. Um, So, basically... I kind of lost my train of thought. Was your question? But just how I got back into sex works I guess. So, yeah. so we were like homeless. We were living out of a, a Mustang. Uh, you know, like the Mustang, like the convertible. We were living out of one of those. Like we oh, couldn't wow. even take out all of our shit. Like it was bad. Like I'm tall, so it was hard for me to sleep in that thing, and like it was uncomfortable. And like. I remember the first time he was like, he was like, "Bitch, you know, we gotta, we gotta make some money." And I was just like, "I could get a job." And he was like, "Okay, so you know, we went to go get the job, but then it was like he didn't really want me to get a job. He was like, "I fuck with real hoes. I fuck with real hoes." Like, imagine a dude just telling you one day, "Shut up, he just fucks with real hoes." What the fuck he was thinking? i like, I you suck saying? your dick all the time. You can't go come in no help. Like, it was just like crazy. Like, he's like, "Oh, I fuck with real hoes." Like. What the fuck is that? So I felt so, like, as a girl from, like, a small town, like, that was mind-blowing. And and mind you, he did tell me he managed Porn Stars, like, like, months ago, but prior to that, in that year. But I was so, like... You know, I just chalk it up as, like, oh, something he did when he was, like, in high school, like, a teeny bopper. Like, he never really did anything. You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah. oh, I fuck with real hoes. And I remember the day he, like, the night he turned me out, we got so drunk and so high, and he gave me a knife and two condoms and, like, sent me outside and was just like, go bust a date, bitch
0: whoa
1: and i was just like and in that moment when you're that drunk that high and you don't like you have no idea on you no no like nothing on you like that shit was like that shit was like bad you know what i mean like then you just like you're forced to do it and it's like you don't know how to do it like you know what i'm saying and the thing is is like people will be like well you you could have you you could have left or, like, you chose to do that. Like, I didn't no. choose to do that. Like, you know,
0: no, if I would have known,
1: if I would have known, like, like, I didn't wake up one day and was like, oh, today I want to be a prostitute. Yeah, no. <laughs> today yeah. I want to, like, sell my pussy. Like, my pussy's the best in the world. <laughs> like, no, I did not, like, wake yeah. up. I wanted to, like, be some, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with sex work and, like, sex workers are, like, bad or, like, no. I... Oh, it's bad to be one. Like, I think you should be whatever the fuck you want to do. But at the same time, like, it's not cool to just set someone. Like, I could have died. There were, like, many instances where I could have died, and I kept living in that lifestyle because that's all I know. I had become brainwashed, you know. He, I had, like, was so traumatized, like, by having sex with strangers for money, because that's not something i originally wanted to do especially because i really thought i was in a relationship with him and seeing his face when i would give him the money it made me feel like i was going crazy because i started to feel like this is the only way i can show him that i love him and at the same time this is the only way he'll love me And that's really, really deep because I never really saw that. So that really, really fucked with me because I was just, like, not, you know? Like, I was, like, really naive, and I feel like people don't realize, like, you can be 21, 22, but that doesn't make you just, like, super smart, you know? like Yeah,
0: you don't have any experience yet to draw on.
1: You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I'm, like, and it's not like I didn't tell my family, about it but you know I didn't grow with a mom or a dad you know what I mean I had like my uncle and aunt and grandparents so it was like their word didn't really mean it, it meant something but you know I didn't have parents at the end of the day so I don't know it was just it was a bad situation and um so anyway I ended up being trafficked down there and then when I was down there my my family was looking for me. He had he had basically used my same Snapchat that I had when I was in high school. And he post any any videos we had posted together, it was it was posted on the public. So now everybody from my hometown saw my vagina. And like everybody knew I was like a hoe. And like he started posting my ads on like, you know, like Liz Crawler and all that shit. And like posting me on there and Euros and just like just you know adults all, all, all you know all, i'm not gonna give it off some free game but yeah. like i'm not gonna <laughs> give out that much free game you guys know the drill but like you know it was just supposed to be on the sites you know what i mean just like having me outside you know in miami working in the casinos and you know turning tricks became like i it became like you know, it's like a game, you know, you know, really like how much money can I get from this guy? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how much can I like really manipulate it? But like at the same time, it's kind of scary, too, because you want to get out of there. I think like a lot of girls do not talk about the fact that like sometimes you just want to get the fuck out of there. Like, who really wants to be in this guy's space talking about nothing all the time? Like, I don't, I mean, that was from, even from your experience, probably, you don't want to be with your client like the whole time.
0: No, I don't. I I was with a client like at a hotel like a few months ago, and, or not a few months ago, like a few days ago. And the whole time, like, I was just thinking about how I wanted to leave. I told him before I got there, like, this is the time I have to leave because I'm like really big on like setting a boundary about that now, you know? and when it came time that i was supposed to leave he was like well why don't you just stay like just stay Mm -hmm. that's what they they, do yeah they always try to do that and try Mm -hmm. to like lure you in with more money and it'll be like an enticing amount of money sometimes and yeah like i i understand that for sure just wanting to like as soon as it's just like cause, them, like, like 'cause like 'cause like, you just like, want to leave. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like,
1: dude, like, come on. Like, we said this was the agreement, and now you're, like, pushing
0: the boundary, or it's like... They're always pushing the it's boundaries like, and making it unsafe. But
1: because they get off when it because mm-hmm. they have money, and you yeah. don't, and they know that, and they it's, like, power and control, you know what I mean? Like, the more money I give you, the more you have to do what I have to say, like a little puppy dog, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm not that... Like, I'm a human first. Yeah. So, um... So yeah, the first so then when my mom basically my my family found out and I hadn't had a relationship with my mom in like years, so, um, someone ended up calling the f you know the the feds on me. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, and they kept they reported to me as you know he like missing, and that was that. And it it was it was scary because you know when they showed up the first time, I was like terrified out of my mind but then it was like I kind of felt like ashamed and it was like I kind of felt like I needed to defend me and him because I feel like a normal person who like was medicated on their medicine like a normal person who was like you know had family and a really good support system they would instantly, like, run away and be like, this is happening to me, like, I'm being, this, but, like, for me, I didn't even know what was happening to me. Like, I generally thought we were, like, in a relationship, and that's just how the relationship was. Like, I was just, like, doing this and, like, learning something new, and, like, I was learning how to be a hoe, and I was learning how to be his hoe, and, like, that was just kind of, like, the thing. And, like, I didn't see in anything, but but because I didn't know it was bad, that doesn't mean it wasn't bad, you know? That's what I have to have learned in therapy is, like, just because I didn't know it was wrong doesn't make it not my fault. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's not, it's not, not, not your my fault. fault. And then no. I, for the longest time, I held so much shame because I felt like I was supposed to just know. But if you don't know, you don't know. And it's wrong for someone to take advantage of someone who knows what they're doing.
0: Yeah, he knew what he was doing. It even sounds like he had maybe done that before. And
1: the thing that fucks me up the worst about it is like, so I left him because I left him, got like a plane ticket, left. You know, my family screwed up some money to get me a plane ticket out of there. So I ended up getting out of there, being homeless. I lived in a home... um, uh, A women's shelter in baltimore i was homeless in january of 2021 i was living in a uh a safe house in baltimore i'm not gonna say his name but i was living in a safe house for victims of you know sex trafficking and you know prostitutes but it was mainly just prostitutes like women who had just you could tell they had been turned out but they were so deep into the lifestyle that they couldn't see a life outside of that you know, and it was just yeah. like they were at the safe house just for a break before they went to like their next pimp or folks. So I ended up getting a job after that working at the Cheesecake Factory. I ended up working for the AmeriCorps. I ended up doing like this and that. And I ended up relapsing back into prostitution but because you get addicted to the money. And I wasn't used to square money. It was just hard. It was like yeah. a withdrawal that I went through with the whole money situation. Um I feel like girls don't talk about that. It's hard to go back to being a square. Like, adjusting to being a square is so hard. Like, you can't talk (laughs) about hoe shit. Bitches will really feel offended. And you really have to calm yourself, especially men. They'll be like, damn, you really talk like that? And it's just like, fuck you, dude. Like, you know, this is just how I am. And it's just crazy because it's like... Yeah, it's just crazy. So anyway, I felt like when I went back to him, because I ended up just, like, prostituting on my own for a while. I ended up working out in Charlotte. I ended up just, like, traveling uh, Atlanta, then Ohio, and I ended up in Charleston, and then I ended up getting, like, raped in charleston and this girl on the internet so i had been making friends with girls in like this internet sex work game like just like talking to them and they would see my videos and be like girl like you're being human trafficked like he is not your boyfriend like he doesn't love you like I remember I would talk to some of these girls over the phone and he would do this crazy thing where he would give me a room key and he would keep a room key and I would go in the room and he would say it was my room and then he would accidentally just come in the room and just be like, oh, why are you on the phone? Who are you talking to? Like, just like always just like watching you. me mm-hmm. like 24-7, like. I couldn't do anything on my own. And I had to, like, explain this to people. And, like, they were trying to, like, tell me, like, you got to get out of there. But when you're so, like, I don't want to say in love because that wasn't love. But, like, when you're so connected and it's, like, life or death with someone, you kind of feel like you can't leave them you know what i mean like you can't leave this person yeah you know like i really felt like i couldn't i couldn't leave him and plus he had my id and my social and my birth certificate too so it was like where the fuck was I supposed to go? I can't catch a train. Mm-hmm. I can't get on a bus. I can't catch a flight. Like, the more and more I went back to him, the more and more controlling he got. And, you know, the worst part about it is when when I went to be with him in L.A., because at this point I was, like, homeless in Ohio, and I was living with this... Um, only fans model at the time and you know he was just like you know you can come to la it's gonna be like keeping up with the kardashians oh bullshit (laughs) bullshit Mm -hmm. kiss my ass you know what i mean like on a tuesday fuck him like how can you even do that like it was like world war z in there like la is horrible like people say baltimore is horrible or dc is horrible but like la is like disgusting yeah like how dare you even like <laughs> lie? like what the fuck yeah so it's just like how dare you even like talk about like la like that like i'm skin row like Oh, my God. Like, I feel like I got my hoe card there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a real hoe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember after I did my first podcast ever, you know, did on They Talk Sex Podcast. Uh, shout out to Ellen Stranger. She's, like, the best. But um, I remember I used to get these girls in my DMs. They'd be like, oh, but, like... Um, you're not like a real hell blah, blah 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 but like what does that even mean though yeah you know what i mean like what does that what even qualifies mean? you and it's like they the, what qualifies them is like what like whatever like a pimp says qualifies them but it's like all these pimps have all these different rules so like who knows what rules are really what so how do you know you're following the rules Right. You know, that's why it's like it's I feel like that's why it's such a trap. You know what I mean? That whole situation, because like you're following rules that nobody knows what's right or what's wrong. You're just, And then the guy's just making up the rules the whole time. And then you're just following his rules. And then what if the rules don't work out, then you're just like a renegade or a fag. And that's just what they call you in the game. You know what I mean? Like if you're not with a pimp, you're just like a renegade or a fag. That's fucked up. I mean, I'm not. I mean, you you work in the club, so I'm pretty sure you've heard of what I'm talking about. This is not like rocket science. Like this is like real shit. For like and like square bitches don't know this shit goes on. They just think like, oh, my man's just going to the strip clubs. Like he doesn't know what strippers or like or like prostitutes outside. Like me and my best friend were just the other day. We're just in like my neighborhood, my home. This is like this cute, this cute little neighborhood I just moved to, like a year ago. It's like out in. I'm not gonna, it's it's like a cute little town, right? Yeah. And it has like a little diner, and we just seen like a hoe walking down the street. And I was like, oh shit, I was just doing that a year ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, fuck. Like, damn, it's like, you know what I mean? I turned around too. I'm like, this he was looking at me like, you know what I it's mean? It's
0: interesting how we like have that sense. Like, you know, like you walk past somebody else who's like either in the game now or has been in the game before, and it's like we could see each other, like... Like, but you're lost, I, I, too. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> you're trying to figure it out, too. Like. <laughs> I was, like, I was at this club when I was visiting Berlin, Germany, and I was, like, sitting under the stairs charging my phone, and this woman sat, sat next to me, and she turns to me, and she was like, are you a sex worker? And I was, like, kind of, like, stunned, because I was like, that's, like, a bold first question, and I looked at her, I was like, yeah... Are you a sex worker too? She was like, Yeah. <laughs> we, just, like, we just like had this like really long like conversation about like our experiences and we knew nothing about each other like when we first were sitting down next to each other, but somehow there was like this sense.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And it's like my Instagram now is so like Oh, my God. It's so... I mean, it's not, like, rated R. It's not like some of these bitches are, like, rated R. You know what I mean? It's not like... like You know what I mean? Mine's just, like, a solid PG-13. You know what I mean? I try to keep it, like, girls next door. You know what I mean? Like... Because it's like, you know, you know, I don't, I always feel like this, right? Like for me, like I still like having dipping the toe into the square world because it keeps me humbled. You know what I mean? Yeah. It keeps me like, <laughs> you hey, no, 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 for real, for real. And it's like, I'm not saying being a stripper is like this glamorous thing or whatever, because it's no. not, it's really not. It's really, it's really a job it and it, it's a job that's kind of, it sucks just like yeah. any other job sucks. But, like, I do think, like, it's important to have, like, a balance, you know? Like, you should have something else going for you if you decide to do this, you know? And don't so let anyone too. force you. But, like, so, anyway, um, I ended up, when I got to L.A., Uh, I ended up staying at a hotel. And then he ended up, you know, dropping me off on Figueroa. And Figueroa is a very, very, like, you have to be a strong woman. I applaud the women who walk figueroa or walk the blade i mean i've walked the blade i might one. you don't know you might see me on a blade like you know what i mean like i don't like when people like say like women in the game who like walk the blade or like are disgusting or they don't use condoms because we all know girl at the strip club sometimes don't use condoms
0: yeah that's so true
1: and you know they don't and you know they don't and you know they don't because it's like you know they don't because maybe you had a client and you talked to him and you told him, like, oh, like, you're going to use condoms. And he's like, oh, well, I don't want to fuck you. But then he wants to fuck the next bitch. And, like, what do you think? You know what I mean? Like, so, you know what I mean? And then they'll be like, no, you don't know that for a fact. But it's like, come on.
0: Let's see what I got uh other questions. So thank you also for sharing all of that because I – can imagine that that's like a vulnerable story to share and it's not an easy story to share and i just appreciate you like giving that
1: and i also just want to say you know like um i I think like you know like i sometimes i feel like people are always scared to like leave their folks or they're scared what people in the game might think of them if they're like a real pro or like they're scared to think like you know like what this person might think of me that i've had like a pee or folks or like maybe i do want folks like you know i don't know where each woman's head is at, but like there should be no judgment because like we're all just trying to like make ends meet yeah we're trying to survive (laughs) we're just trying to survive at the end of the day like does it really matter like the girl that's walking outside to make some money like does it right. matter it's no different than the girl walking around the casino or the strip club
0: it's not it's, it's just no the only different. difference is privilege and like i just think that needs to be recognized more and like i noticed like especially in the strip clubs because like strip clubs are like unique because we're all working together instead of like individually mm-hmm. and Working together like it creates like a certain amount of like cattiness and like and 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 othering that comes or either day like,
1: shift versus night shift. like yeah, don't even shift. get me started with that because oh like God, I, I even work day shit. shift yeah. and islands
0: and the island. I love day shift. Me first too. Of all. Like
1: people always show on day shift. Like oh, you do day shift. It's like it's like this. Oh, horrible you probably thing. suck
0: dick in the private room. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you do day shift because you're ugly. Yeah. You don't. Like it's crazy. Like maybe
1: like who maybe I don't want to do night shift because of whatever reasons I don't do night shift. Maybe like I'm night tired. shift is, Yeah, and also night shift is kinda like scary. Like nobody wants to know about that either. Like you can't yeah. trust anyone at nighttime. Not even no. your Uber driver. Like no, no one no. you can't trust anyone at nighttime. Like they could you get anyone can rob you at any time.
0: Yeah i agree i don't and and i don't think that there's like a hierarchy between like day shift and night shift like i don't notice the girls being more attractive or less attractive or more this or more that like it's not different it's just a preference and it's really strange how like managers and like some other strippers too will like use it as a tool to make you know day shift in particular like feel bad about themselves like there was a there was a dancer in my club who looked at me like through the mirror in the dressing room unprompted. I wasn't talking to her. I definitely wasn't talking to her because she's she's mean to people and she's stolen from other dancers before, so wow. we're not friends and she looks at me in the mirror and and I'm confident she doesn't listen to this podcast anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter that I said that. She's <laughs> so up her own ass, but like she looks at me in the mirror and was like you look like a day shift girl. And I just Uh, looked at her back and I said, thank you.
1: (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, literally, like, what the fuck fuck does that even mean? Like, that's that shit I'm talking about. Uh, That'd be like, that's that shit again. That's that shit again.
0: Yeah. Like, well, what was weird too is, is she apparently used to work at that club day shift too, but,
1: First of all, night shift doesn't mean, like, you're the baddest
0: bitch. It doesn't does mean it, not mean it does anything. anything. It's actually more girls at night shift. It's, like, more yeah. competitive. Like it's, Day shift
1: it, is better because everyone's, like, there because they actually want to be there. Like nighttime everybody's forced to go like bro let's go man. let's go see some chicks bro like they're you know what i mean like they're all like yeah 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 and it's like okay so like you know all these guys are here just to like for the clout yeah not here because they really want to see you you know what i mean like i like when the client wants to see me because i know he's actually gonna like give me my money worth you know right versus (laughs) these weird ass dudes that just like want to just see some like titties and ass. You yeah, know, they like want just, a free show.
0: Like, that's... I feel like night shift is full of that and day shift is really, like, like people kind of oh, get it. I <laughs> the point. Like, give me my money, you get a show, bye. Like, right? <laughs> like they're... And they don't want to waste time either because usually, like, day shift dudes have wives that yeah. they have to go home to. So they're or like, Or they're on their right, lunch
1: break. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 7
0: o'clock or 5 o'clock or whatever. Like, I don't know what time yeah, they're going Yeah, I got 30 minutes
1: but. in the back room <laughs> i good. Yeah, no.
0: yeah I don't believe in that hierarchy between, like, day shift, di- night shift. Like, I don't believe in the hierarchy. Or between, even, like, like, the even
1: thing that I think that's super even dumb is, like, if you do OnlyFans versus if you're, like, camming. Yeah.
0: Like, people, like,
1: talk shit about that, too. and It's like, crazy. I was, like, did the OnlyFans thing. It made some money. Whatever. whoop dee whoop Like, if you've made your money on Fit Cool. OnlyFans didn't really work for me. Like, yes. streaming <laughs> and doing camming for hours worked for me. Like camming actually works for me like I know camming doesn't work for some girls because they don't they, they get bored but like for me it's like my own little tv show and I can get like <laughs> get dressed up in it and like play around in it and I have a you know like a dodo everywhere and like you know yeah. what I mean like it's my own reality show and I can like listen to music I can drink wine and I can like you know like play you know what I mean like it's like it's a whole show and it's like it's not this like oh record cut break take break okay cut Edit. move here move here there there like, you know what I mean? It's like, what's happening now? Yeah, you know what I mean. And so like the person is like really interacting, and it's like obviously you have the live shows on OnlyFans, which is true, and you mm-hmm. can do it with the other girls, but it's it's not like what... their
0: live feature sucks though. Yeah, like, it like it's not it's
1: not the same. It's not the same at all. No, yeah. it's not.
0: No. And I mean, I like I liked camming butter too, because I hated like spending all this time editing, like on the back end of it. I just was like, oh, like I have to like. Fuck myself, and now I have to watch myself. Fuck myself, and now I have to be like, <laughs> yeah. Now I have to be self conscious about how I looked when I was fucking myself. Like, yeah, I don't, like, wanna, yeah, I don't <laughs> think about
1: how I fuck myself. Like, I have this video of of me on um on Twitter of me like getting, fucking myself with a banana, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, why did I have to like look at this shit? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's why. Like, when I just like see, film it once, and I don't want to. Like, you know, it's gone. It's in the cloud. You right. know what I mean, it's in the cloud. No one knows. You've seen it. You've seen it. You know
0: yeah I think it's like really scary that in a way that like some of that stuff like I guess like quote unquote like never disappears, so sometimes when I think about getting out of the industry like i I'm just like I feel like I could just get found out like at any moment like when i when I was oh in college my God, like tell me about I had it. this like yeah. really like I don't know she was she was my biology professor, and she just was like one of those like older women I don't even want to say she was older because she was only in her 50s but like she just looked like she just looked like one of those like milfs like porn star like she just had this look this like floofy like blonde hair and you could tell that she was like in tune with her sexuality like I don't know why I just picked that up maybe that was weird of me but like somehow I noticed that and then like at some point um a few semesters after I had taken a class with her uh she was being fired from the school because somebody found out that she had nudes of herself somewhere that like somebody else leaked.
1: So that's like my worst fear. So yeah. it's like, I'm in, so, you know, like I'm currently in school and I'm like, have a job and I'm kind. And like, I dabble in sex work here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I dabble. Let's just say I dabble. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I understand. I'm taking a break, but you know, you know, yeah. there. you poke the bear, poke the bear, it there, it's there. But, um, I will say this is, you know, since I've been, it's been, it's only been a year out since I've left my human trafficker. So wow yeah, it's been a year. Yeah. It's it's only only been a year since I've had a pimp. So I mean, this whole new lifestyle is so different for me. So, and I'm kind of proud of myself. I think, I, I think, you know,
0: I'm proud of you too, to be able to even like speak about it like a year later, like
1: I mean, it still fucks with me every, like, day. Get, like, let me yeah. just say, it fucks with me. I've had night tears, nightmares. Like, I'm on like, I have to take medication, like, for my mental health. I have a therapist once a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's not, like, it's not, like, this, like, easy journey, like, you know? And I'm not, you know, and it's, I don't even want to say, all pimps are bad. Like, because I don't want to be that person who's, like, all pimps are bad. Just, like, or all men are evil. Like, I don't want to be like that, you know? Because they're not. Because yeah. how do I know every single one is bad? I just know from the, what I've experienced. I almost died multiple times. I was like gang raped in like the back of a van by like eight guys in Miami. I was like on Figueroa and like Figueroa Boulevard. I was like gang, not like gang raped but I was like it was like these two guys like held me down and just like threw me outside of the car and just like. um just, like, being in different countries, just, like, like horrible, horrible shit that could have happened to me. And it's, like, if that stuff was going to happen to me, I'd rather have kept my money and just, like, did it on my own. You know what I mean? Like, not do it to give it to a guy and then hope that he comes to protect you because, like, by the time he comes, you're already fucked up. Yeah. So what did he really do? And, like, you know, it's, like, they say, like, they're supposed to help you manage your money and stuff like that, but it's, like, from my experiences like we were living out of we were broke (laughs) we were living out of hotels I mean like I'm not the best at finances but like I have my own apartment and I and I have a life yeah and it might not be perfect but it's not I'm not living in a car so
0: you have a stable place to go home yeah
1: you know know what I mean like I didn't have that with him so Mm -hmm. I mean and I'm that that and that's just my experience you know maybe some people have other experiences and and that's good for them but like that wasn't mine and i don't think i want to even know if that could be because like if it's not again what it like i can't afford mentally to recover from another damaged situation because that could actually potentially kill me like Like, my soul already hurts, like, every day. Like, I can't explain, like, depression anxiety and suicidal thoughts and, like, trigger warning, but, like, wanting to kill yourself or, like, seeing, like, this yellow train line going towards... And, like, you thinking, like, if I jump in front of the train, like, how fast can it, like, kill me if I die? Yeah. Because of you have so much trauma from being, like, trafficked. Like, you know, getting bullied every day by, like, your pimp or just feeling like you're not shit or not making your quota, like... And, you know, it's like, I don't know, maybe some some girls like that and that's cool. And I'm not saying there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying from my experiences, I had a bad one. Yeah. And I don't really know that many girls that have had good ones.
0: Yeah. I don't know anybody who has. <laughs> I don't know anybody who has either. Um, I think it's good to, like, acknowledge that every use experience is unique um, but I mean, you even said earlier that there was like no consistency or like, I guess like industry standard, like amongst like pimps and like what their like rules are, what their standards are, whatever. And it's just all like whatever they want. And they're just kind of like making it up as they go. So I can't see like how, if there's no standard, like it could be a good thing. And the but- whole time it's just like <laughs> traumatizing
1: for the woman. Cause when you think about it, let's say like she's with like, a pimp right and then she wants to choose up with another pimp if then that night she chooses up with another pimp like he has to take her back to go get her shit so what if he doesn't want to give her back her shit now she's fucked and what if he's like the type of p that make has all her documentation now she has to get all that all over again so she's constantly just being used and abused the whole time I mean yeah. I really don't see like the value in, like, and like and like I said like maybe my mind it might change one day and I might be like yeah like I, I I fuck with that, but like, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the value of fucking with that. Like, yeah. where is the value in that? Like, I haven't seen that. Maybe I need to be seen that. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen that. Like, and I don't know anyone who has seen that. Like, that is the reason why there's like law enforcement that goes after people like that. That's why there are like things in place for that because right. you know. I mean, do you know anyone who's been successful with having a pimp?
0: Um, Yeah, I have met a couple people who have had experiences with pimps. um, But
1: were they successful? No. Okay. No, no, it
0: wasn't a good experience for either of the people that I knew um, who had experiences. Um, There's also somebody that I, like, uh, know from childhood who... uh, we knew each other, um, when we were in middle school and she like appears to be like a sex worker online. Um, and we used to talk on Instagram, but like, uh, I ended up like getting rid of one of my Instagram accounts because I was just like shadow banned so bad. And like every day, like Instagram was threatening to take my profile down and I don't know. I just decided to start from scratch and, like, create a new account. That's what I'm doing on yeah. my
1: Instagram. I'm slowly shifting from my main Instagram account. I noticed that you had it two. I So I'm, yeah. I'm shifting it slowly to my new Instagram account because, like, eventually, like, in the next year or two, in the next, by the end of this year, that Instagram's going to be deleted because I just want to, like, start over, you know, start fresh, you know what I mean? That, that version, that account was when I was trafficked and, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to I'm still a fairy of this. the night. I'm yeah. still a fairy of the night sometimes. I want to be a little, little fairy, you know? Yeah. You can still pull my little fairy dust. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you want it to be, like, something that represents you and not something that, like, represents something. exactly. Yeah, and, and I get that. Like, I felt that way, too, about my old Instagram account because, like, it, it was, like, when I first started, like, stripping, which I had done, like, other... um types of sex work before that but um i didn't have any like social media accounts for it i was way too afraid of what my family would think and oh yeah, yeah. my <laughs> family's
1: dynamic is completely destroyed by what i did i yeah, don't get human here. traffic here. <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. yeah i was like like literally none of my family fucks with me like they're like oh you were a prostitute like i mean like oh. my uncle and my grandparents you know they you know they they care but you know I mean, for real, for real, like most people don't fuck with me just because of the simple fact, like literally people from high school were like shocked. Like I was like out of all the girls who would like would be have been a prostitute, I was not on that list.
0: Yeah. Like
1: people were shocked. So they they already don't even know they don't even know how to like engage with me. It's like crazy.
0: Yeah. It's like
1: they feel some type of like, oh my God. Like But
0: they love to watch. Like I always notice like hometown fans on my Instagram. Or something, yeah. just like watching, but not like interacting with any of the content, or like doing anything to support me. Really, just being like, oh, this is like interesting. Yeah, like I, like I remember, like I remember, like I remember, <laughs> like
1: Snapchat was like huge, like the Snapchat premiums. Yeah, because like that's like when I first started on the Snapchat premiums. My pimp had me on that, and it was like were my folks and yummy on that. It was crazy because like all the guys from my hometown would like watch, but they wouldn't like say anything. They right. they would just like watch. You know, you could watch the snap or like pay for the premium but they would never say anything and i'm just like wow like you sick motherfucker like is that what you were thinking about me the whole time like
0: (laughs) i guess they would have like wanted to see any any of the girls in high school naked (laughs) so whoever it was they're just like they're gonna look regardless because they're sick in the head or something they're like so like, sick
1: <laughs> and it's like crazy because they think like because you've done that like you're always horny or something or yeah. like they are like they think that like you like weird shit like for example like when i was younger when i was three years old i got molested when i was mm-hmm. three years old i got fucked in the ass and i can talk about it like that because I, you know it is what it is that's just how i that's how i cope with my own trauma i know some people be like oh my god like you said, said you just say it like that but like
0: I can it, relate. <laughs> it happened to me, like,
1: I got fucked in the ass, yeah. you know, move, I moved on, you know, like, yeah. I moved on, so you eventually, you just have to move on, so like, I got fucked in the ass from like three to like six, and I remember, I oh, him wow. I pee that, and whatever, and he ended up going to like, prison or whatever, but like, then he started like, wanting to do that to me, and it was like weird, and it was just like, f- so like, now you're getting off to like, fucking me in the ass, I just told you that was my trauma, it's like, some guys like that shit, that's, that's just like weird, dude, it's mm-hmm. like, why even, like, you know, but it's, like, this it, it shit sells. So, like, I'm not complaining. You know what I mean? But it's, yeah, like, it's just, like, does sell. it's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I'm just, like, shit, that's disgusting. That's very disgusting. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah.
1: And then, like, I've had guys be like, you know, I don't know if I could ever fuck you in the ass. Because, like, what you told me, like, really, like, hurt me. And, like, like it affected me. And I don't want to, like, do that to you.
0: It and affected like, them. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'm, like, men are so
1: sick in the head. Everything is about them. They're the real drama kings. I yeah. swear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really affected me. When I first moved here, I, like, this guy, like... I'm, like, I'm also the type of person who will just say, like, super traumatic things candidly, so (laughs) (laughs) forgive me also, but when I, like, first moved here, I uh, was, like, I moved here with this guy I was dating, and we broke up, it was, like, I was going through some stuff, and he, like, just left because he was, like, I can't deal with what you're going through, and I can't be here for you, and I'm, like, that really fucking sucks, Um, and I had no support system, and I, like, went out to this show, and uh, long story short, like, Uh, I'm pretty sure I got drugged because I had like only like four drinks and like I'm an alcoholic like four drinks is not doing shit to me but I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything but I woke up like in the bed with this dude and like I'm naked and he's naked and I remember meeting him and like telling him where this like dive bar was because he was looking for like a cheap place to drink but I like and he said that he lived in like Frederick and I didn't want him to like drive drunk. So I said that he could like sleep on my couch. There was no innuendo in that. I said sleep on my couch because like I didn't want him but to. But see, guys, <laughs> like he just they took advantage but of But no, but that <laughs>
1: guys like see that as like a window of opportunity to fuck, right? Exactly. Like anything
0: that. He like, thought I was saying like, like come yeah, fuck me, but mm, I wasn't saying any that. Any guy. All. And, and most guys <laughs> will
1: think that. Well, they'll think like anytime you like invite. Like a woman invites you into their like personal space or like their home or something, it means they want to fuck you. And it's like, dude, like, not. We don't like the way all every balls looks like or every penis looks like. Like, I don't want to explore every man. I just don't want to see him drive drunk. Yeah, like, and it's like, like, (laughs) it's, it's weird. I don't know, and it's like, but the thing is, is like, I like. I feel that way about men, though. I do think, like, men, like, invite women over to fuck most times, though. They do,
0: so that's why he saw it that way. He thought that I was, like, giving him some sort of innuendo. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm the type of person that if I wanted to fuck you, I would be like, hey, like, do you want to fuck? Like, <laughs> like I'm yeah, not, like, scared same, of that. Same, But the, the craziest part about, like, all of that shit was, like, I literally, like, the ex that I had just broke up with, I called him because, like, when I woke up, I also had, like, a huge, like, I had the black eye, And I, like, uh, my eye was, like, bloodshot, like, like, swollen, swollen, shut, and everything. And I called him, and I was like, I need you to, like, take me to the hospital. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I, like, sent him a picture of my face. And he was like, oh, my God. He, like, thought I got in a bike accident because I bike. And he picked me up, and he was like, what happened? And I, like, started telling him the story. This dude starts crying and was like... (laughs) It's my fault for breaking up with you. Like, I was what? like... What? Oh, my God. You think that, like, you broke up with me and I was so sad that I went and got raped. Like, that's what you... Oh, what
1: you my <laughs> God. You know what I mean? You know what's so crazy or some shit like that? So, like, I was in this situation where basically it was really unsafe. And I ended up, going like, running into my ex's house. And he goes, you you came all the way to my house to put me in danger when you were in danger? Like, like yes, yeah exactly that's what the that's what the fuck you just they said really Like really stuff is about them everything is about them like i'm in danger yes motherfucker i came to your house because i thought it was safe but now you're saying i'm putting you in danger aren't you the guy like
0: you're supposed to be a man like yes. you're supposed to protect like, me like we're right the men <laughs> like yeah i just know boys i've only met boys that's so why i'm
1: like and and it's like crazy because like i recently like just been like in this like you know Situation or relationship, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever we call it these days. I don't know. We call it relationships these days, and um, and what do I know? I'm only a year out of being trafficked, so I listen. I don't know shit about men clearly because I was here in traffic, so I'm still getting it, trying to get it right myself. But I will say, um, it's just been crazy because since dating now, post being trafficked, I find myself not seeing them as a trick. Or like a guy that like I like and like hoping that they would never pimp me out, and it's scary when you see the trickers, the trickery side of them because, you know, nobody wants something everyone can have. You know what I mean? If everyone right. can have it, do you really want it? Like,
0: no, because then everybody. It's would not do special. it would it be, be easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's not
1: special. You know what I mean? So it's like. It, it can be a little disheartening if you feel like or if you see that in those qualities in someone it makes you kind of feel like well okay you know what i mean it's like i don't know it's like for me like i think i can have sex and it not matter with someone because of what happened to me as a kid but if i really want to have sex to like being, feel connected with someone, I have to really, really like you. Like, for me to actually, like, go out of my way to have sex with someone, like, outside of it being money-driven or oriented, like, I have to feel some type of connection with you. Yeah, same. I, it can't just be oh, we're just fucking, just to fuck because yeah, it feels good. Like, it has to be either money, money motivated, money. like, money, <laughs> where's the money at? Like, money, no honey, sweetie, like, yeah the boo <laughs> right now. <laughs> or, like, a deep deep connection and it's like I, you know it's crazy because the guy I'm currently talking to he he can just like if you I mean I'm guessing if you he could just do it and it's just like I gotta get I gotta I have to be wasted or something like I don't know Same. I don't maybe I I'm just, just like too like, money oriented yeah. and you know it's crazy because it's like we you know it's just crazy because it's like sometimes since being also you know human traffic when I came back I wanted to be like get my life together, be the good girl, kind of put my, pull myself up by the bootstraps, you know, get myself out of the situation, get my own place, work, work,
0: get my life together.
1: And it's like now thinking about like sex work and stuff like that, it's like, how do you, it's like, it's almost like you're afraid to even like tell people you want to do that or you still do that or you dabble in that or you like, because then they look at you like, then you, you weren't like, like, why would you go back to the same thing that hurt you?
0: Right. Which is so invalidating and also, like, none of their business. And, like, they can't... Like,
1: people will really judge you. Like, why would you go back to the same thing that hurt you? It's
0: not the same thing, though, because, like, sex trafficking and sex work are different things.
1: Like, I didn't keep any of the money I made. None of it. Yeah. Not even a dime. Nothing. All of it went to him. Every penny, every nickel, everything went to him.
0: I think it would make sense, like, for you to go back to it, to... And do it for yourself to reclaim like your power, yeah, right? yeah. Because and, and actually, you know that you can make money from it.
1: I've seen myself do it right. for years. <laughs> I've been I've been doing this. I've 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 worked in sex work longer than I've had a regular job as an adult. Yeah. So that's that's a long time, you know what you're doing, yeah, and you
0: know that you can make money doing this, so why wouldn't you want to go and do it in a consensual way and make money for yourself and So, I guess the crazy <laughs>
1: part becomes where it's like girls will say, "Well, you need you need to pay a guy for protection, but then this so called protection only comes into place when like let's say you go to jail and then you get bailed out. Well, you can't bail yourself out. Everyone knows that. So it's like, okay, so do you need the guy? But you could have anyone bail you out. As long as you know like four or five people, you yeah. can have somebody come fucking bail you out. I just feel like I'll give you $300, dude. Just come bail me out. Right. Like,
0: I feel way more protected by like the other sex workers that I share my location with on my iPhone and tell them like where I'm going and when I'm going to go see someone than I have ever felt by a man. You know, because I know my friends, if they saw I was at that location longer than I said I was going to be and I didn't check in, they're going to be starting to raise hell, like, soon. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like this, yeah, we, I feel. we know where each other are and we're here to protect each other. And, like, that's why, like, community is so important. And that's why, like, you know, I don't know, just, like, being judgmental of, like, other people who are, like, doing the same thing or doing similar things just sucks so much because, like... Who's gonna protect us if we're not protecting each other? In the, in the world that we live in, in the in the country that we live in, like nobody, not men. <laughs> no, they make not men. Worse, usually, they make things horribly <laughs> worse. They make cor-
1: things horribly worse. Horribly yeah. worse. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like this is like I, one of my questions. Um, was about like conflating like sex work and sex trafficking and like. I don't know. I just, like, want to know, like, your thoughts about, like, those terms being conflated and if you, like, um, if you know anything about FOSTA, SESTA, like, what your thoughts are on that, like, having this experience in your life.
1: Wow. So when I read it, immediately I was like, this is, like, a really loaded, loaded, loaded question. Yeah. Um, So I do think that... Okay. I think that some of the vocabulary used in sex work... Can be a f- can be helpful for people who are human traffickers. The language that is used in sex work that is meant to be between client and provider is oftentimes abused by human traffickers. I hope I made that very clear. Yes. So that language is really only meant to really protect the provider. It really has nothing to do with the abuser. What's happening is that the abuser is now taking the language that the provider is supposed to be using with the client and using it as a way to manipulate, abuse, overanalyze, just create a bunch of drama that was never even there in the first place. I mean, just think about how many more sex workers there would be if there weren't so many
0: abusers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, a the lot of world, people don't want
0: to do it because of how dangerous it is. Yeah. Like, if it and, wasn't dangerous. And I'm not saying
1: that women grow up thinking that they should do that, but yeah. if given the opportunity, if they wanted to do that, it should be on the table, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it sells. Yeah. Oldest trick in the book. But the <laughs> problem is, is that I think a lot of these abusers come along and they take what was created and they come and they abuse it. And then that's what gets the <laughs> involved. And it's come they come yeah when the f- it's come they come i remember when i got um shout out to when i got f- oh yeah i did i was f- like wow that shit was like i feel like f- out here are nothing compared to LA. I'm not trying to bullshit nobody, and I'm not, like, team L.A., because I'm really not. I'm really team nothing. Like, everywhere sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: agree.
1: But, you know, go DMV a little bit, but no, I could never. L.A. sucked, like... The girls are gangbangers. At least the girls out here are, like, fighters. Like, we just pull hair at the worst. Like, we might threaten to stab you, but, like... (laughs) Or steal your shit. But, like, in L.A., they will, like, shoot you. You know? The girls will, like, shoot you. Like, they have no problem saying on the dead homies and, like, shooting you. They are so, like... I don't even know. Like, they're just... I don't even know. What kind of word to describe... Those women, but they are definitely a representation of the men out there for sure. I mean, I'm not saying all the guys in LA, I mean, excited from the guys who are like, hang loose, bro. Like, excited (laughs) for those guys. Yeah, like, I, knew, I knew guys like that. Yeah, <laughs> except for those guys. Yeah, you know I mean, there's like, hey, it's and they're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's tubular, it's Cali, dude, bro. yeah.
0: yeah. I just you. smoke weed and like... Yeah, I just
1: skateboard. Skateboard. The park. Yeah. <laughs> did, you,
0: did, you, did you go to the uh, beach? If yeah. only like LA was like actually that simple. Like, I love people who that LA. 919
1: When you see the Beverly Hills sign, I said the...
0: Stupid. I told someone I was from the Inland Empire the other day. They were like, "Oh, are you from Rancho?" I was like, "That's really insulting. I'm from San Bernardino." First of all, it was so scary.
1: <laughs> My ex folks was from the IE. He was from Moreno Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was like scary. The big the
0: murder. They so he's call it from the murder. He, he he was from California, and then he was trying to say that California was gonna be this glamorous.
1: Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but then he'd be like, oh no, I have <laughs> this bad parts, kind of like how the DMV does. No, let me tell you something. I
0: he lied, liar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> liar, <stuff>. liar. Like, <laughs> damn, I got shit on bad. Like you ever like, you ever look back at your life at some point, you're like, damn, they got me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, damn. They got me. Yeah. Like, shit. I got shit on bad. Like, even, like, sometimes to this day, like, I talk to my friends about it or my best friend or just, like, anyone I'm talking to. And, like, sometimes they'll be like, Camille, you look so low. And I'm just like, damn, I, got, I just feel like I got shit on. Like...
0: But it's not your fault. It's not. Like, people who take advantage of people, they're in the wrong, and that's not okay because they know what they're doing. And it's <laughs> hard,
1: though. It's hard to see, like, it's not, like your fault i know it's, it's so hard because it's like there's so many times i'm I'm like well why do i still feel the urge to still be like a sex worker now you know what i mean if it's such a bad thing or like you know why do i have like these multiple personalities or like you know why do i feel like these nightmares or like you know those are the things that like i suffer with or like the
0: sometimes i even want to go
1: back sometimes i even want to go back That's just like the scary part you know because right. it's like you're dealing with all these emotions and you just don't know how to like handle it you know yeah yeah i mean i don't really talk about it a lot i guess because it's so traumatizing because like you're like in love with someone they make you feel like you like it's like a it's like you're so bonded and it's, like, this strong bond you have with someone, and it's just, like, it just, like, breaks. And it's, like, I remember when I was in the plane back, um, like, last year, and all I had was stripper clothes, and I was homeless, living with my grandparents. And all I can remember is just, like, thinking about, like, like damn, like, I have nothing. Like, sure what if I've been doing? Advice. What yeah. if I've been doing? Like, I have nothing.
0: hmm Was it weird, like, being around your grandparents, like, after all that, too? Like Yeah,
1: happened? I think it was weird being back in, like, my hometown and just, like, seeing people I haven't seen in years, like, my friends, or just, like, being in areas I'd never been in, or just, like, I was always scared to, like, run into somebody that I knew, like, yeah, you know, just, like, you know, because everyone from high school had seen, like, my porn.
0: People are so nosy.
1: You know, everyone had seen my porn or knew what I was doing, and like everyone seen my Instagram or my Snapchat. So it was just like, you know, it's crazy. Because when I came back, I like I was like, I'm never gonna do that again. I'm never gonna do it again. And it's just like I, I went back to doing it again. And then I'd be like I'm never gonna do it again. I'm never gonna do it. And then I'll go back doing it again. Yeah, and it's like I go, I go I'm like a wave person. Like I'll do it and I won't do it. I'll do it. I won't do it because I'm Same. like because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I feel like oh, my God, like, that's not really me, like, but it's, like, it is, and it's, like, maybe it's, maybe it wasn't supposed to be you, but it is now. Yeah. Because someone made it it that way.
0: Yeah. It's not that, like, I think that sex work can't, possibly be empowering but because I think like it is for some people they're like oh like I'm doing this I'm reclaiming my body I'm reclaiming my sexuality and like I'm profiting off of it and like I don't know but I I think that's possible but it's also just like such a privileged perspective to like feel like that's like the it. Kim you know, like, kardashians
1: of like the sex work game like yeah you know what i mean like they get they have like the the squad team and the glam and like the hair and the setup and the lights but then like some of us have to like get up roll out of bed do our makeup get to the club do your makeup there put your extensions in you know get on your outfit spray yourself down like it's a whole thing you know what i mean and then you can go to work you know what I mean? It, right. Some of them people don't have like the whole like glam squad that does it for them, and boom, they're great. Yeah, yeah. And then some people have vices too. So then you have like the game of vices. Like you got to dodge the vice. You know the, that's what I always I'm say: dodge the vices. To dodge vices. Because they're like, oh <laughs> you, oh you, help, you need you need my pen. Oh you need like some you need a bomb. Oh you need like this. Oh you need that. Oh you need like. A you know, like yeah. it's always like, oh, it's like you need something. It's like, damn, can I just need nothing? Can I just need some money? Yeah, <laughs> I
0: just need the money. <laughs> that's all I really want at the end of the day. But sometimes it's like hard to make making money bearable. Oh yeah, without, it's hard. Like, something that's the <laughs> hard
1: part too. Like, you, I used to drink a before work. I used to drink a bottle eighteen hundred mm-hmm. a night, a whole bottle. Yeah, my yeah. pee had me addicted to like a bottle eighteen hundred a night, and then I I'm, I'm on Xanax. So, like the Xanax plus like a bottle of Xanax. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like going crazy the whole night. And then I would do like bumps of cocaine. So, like, I'm totally like fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally like fucked. And up and like alert and like down, up, down, up, down, up. Just like crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, I was always, like, drinking a shit ton, like, especially before the pandemic. Um, It got to a point that I started, like, writing down the amount of drinks that I have every night because I needed a visual representation of, like, how bad it was to, like, at least slow down. Um, And it would be, like, some nights I would be writing, like, 16 tequila sodas, you know, like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: I didn't know what you're talking about because like me and my when we went out to get drinks and she's like oh I'm the designated driver she always says this I'm the designated driver and she'll be like oh like yeah I'm just gonna get like one or two drinks to me I'm like downing four, five in <laughs> the back like alright you're the designated I'm just driver shot for shot I'm for like 200 yeah. pound <laughs> I'm like sometimes I was like thinking in the back of my head like I wonder how many he's had like how many can I beat him with you know like yeah, yeah. Or like they'll, t- or like I hate when you go to a bar and every bar has like their special drink and someone will tell you what the special drink the bar has and now you're addicted to the special drink. Like I know this drink isn't special, but it used to be. Mine used to be White Russians.
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to. Love I like those fucking down some
1: White <laughs> Russians.
0: <laughs> I like, got sick. I oh got my sick god! Time.
1: But I feel like White Russians were replaced. Like I replaced them because I was like tired of Long Island iced tea.
0: <laughs> I used to be long So I was fucking Tired
1: time. of that shit I was like I need something <laughs> too else So many blackouts Yeah Oh my god The blackouts So my, my ex-folks Would do this thing he, That was the first uh, Alcoholic beverage I ever had Was a Long Island iced tea And I had it with Me him too. And I had it with <laughs> And I had it with my I had it with my folks. And I remember I had like four, and I opened the door and I said, oh, I'm gonna be sick. I was doing, and I like vomit. He's like, oh shit. She pulls all his Snapchat. My ex-folks is recording me. He's like, damn, bitch, you good? I'm like, no, daddy, I'm not. It's like vomiting everywhere. And just like, it's just crazy. Yeah, that shit is disgusting. It's so bad. Oh like, my god. All that for mixed me, together. like I feel like if I if I do one, it's like I like I'm gonna get fucked that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I will make sure I get fucked that night. I'm not getting fucked up for no reason.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm going out strong. Um I'm the same way or I've been the same way. Like I'm trying I I'm trying to Slow down. I mean, I've slowed down. Like, I'm doing dry January, but I accidentally took a shot at work the other day because somebody, like, offered it to me. They, like, called me by this stripper name I used to go by. Uh, I used to go by Daphne. Mm -hmm. And when I was Daphne, I was, like, such a cokehead. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I'd be, like, itching my nose on stage. (laughs) I would be, like... (laughs) And just, like, 16 tequila sodas or whatever. Tequila was my drink, and I do not drink tequila anymore because... I don't know it got to a point where there were like several strippers that like wanted to beat my ass and, like that's <laughs> that's when i was like And and you know what? They were wrong, first of all. They were wrong. But I was, too. (laughs) Um, Like, I don't know. Beating anybody's ass or, like, acting like this, this is not the way to, like... It's so childish.
1: Why do it at the club, too, when you know what customers are going to be around? And,
0: and, like, girls would want to be beating my ass over small shit, like $50. But, like, I wouldn't let that shit go. Like, I'd be like, oh, you want to beat my ass over $60? Well, like... (laughs) And I'd just be so coked up and so drunk that I would, like, say whatever the fuck I wanted. And it got to the point that, like people were tired of hearing me. Yeah. But anyway, like, I was at work the other day, like, a week ago, and I'm trying to do dry January, like I said, and this customer who, like, knows me as Daphne, like, came in there. And this is a customer that, like, I was clean from Coke for 11 months, and then, like, after things reopened from the pandemic, like, I I was, like – still clean, still sober, but I was, like, struggling to do so because I was getting offered shit left and right and we're three months into, like, being reopened and I'm, like, getting weaker and weaker by the moment. And I'm in a private room with this customer and he was like, do this line of Coke. Like, you're boring now. Do this Coke. And I was like... No, like I really don't want to do it. Like I've been clean for eleven months. Like I really don't want to do this Coke. He was like he was like, do it, like I'll give you a thousand dollars. Like and he like took my face and just like shoved my face in the coke and i like find myself like doing this line.
1: The worst thing that <laughs> happened to me like when it came to like that at the club was like, so there was these girls and like basically I also know how depressing the situation I was in and how I wasn't really from because like people from LA are only think the world revolves around LA. Yeah, like seriously. I just want to put it out there because if you say <laughs> you're like you're from Maryland, you're like what? Like is that near, like Massachusetts or like <laughs> yeah seriously or is that near Idaho like they don't know where like Maryland is they don't, teach they don't geography in California <laughs> yeah so it's like California just runs around California you yeah you know what it's I mean like thing. so <laughs> they don't know anything they don't know what, they don't even know about D C they 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 don't even know where the they think the nation's capital is probably like L A like they don't know anything no. <laughs> like full blown like stupid so anyway um I lost my train of thought but I was just I was just gonna say like. You're telling someone you're, like, from here, they think that you're, like, you're lying. Like, because they, they just think everyone from L.A. is from L.A. And so, like, when I was out in L.A., like, they would only think, like, um, cocaine. Everything was cut with, like, fentanyl. Or, like, I didn't realize how bad the fentanyl out there was. Oh my God. I didn't yeah. realize how bad, like, heroin was. I remember I tricked, put heroin in my arm. It was bad. Mm. My folks didn't do shit about it. He randomly dropped me off at the emergency room and said he was my Uber driver. Yeah, he left me there dead. He only left me for dead. And then kept driving around wow. in circles. And I kept screaming and calling his name and begging him not to leave me at the hospital. And he kept, and he did it for like like 30 minutes. And I remember this grand, like, guy, uh, officer was like, it was an officer, like a security guard. He was like, mm-hmm. Is that your pimp? Like, I can help you get out of that situation. Just take my number down. And I was like, No, no, no. And then when he saw me talking to that guy, he like came and like picked me and was like, Get in the car. And he was like, you're just like jealous. All these women love me, blah, blah, blah. And just like crazy. He was like, because of you, because we didn't make any money and because you you decided to get hair on your arm and because you decided you know, not to be strong enough and you ended up in the hospital, we're going to sleep in the car tonight. Wow. And it, yeah, and it was just like crazy. Like experiences like that is like, I guess like why sometimes it's hard for me to talk about my experience, especially because it's like there are certain things I can't really talk about. For legal reasons but yeah yeah it's still like really scary to like talk about it like to live it's scary to live in a world and have to be normal when you have all this like trauma that you have to get healed from yeah i'm sure it's can like imagine everything is scary like it's not just like sex work is scary having a regular job is scary yeah talking like, to people is scary the Going fear of the like getting doxed. yeah
0: <laughs> like everything is scary you said that you're in school now. Yeah. What are you in school for? So I'm doing a
1: lot of stuff right now. So I'm in school to be a teacher, and I'm also in school, also work with animals, and I work with animals, and I also work with you know kids, and I love it. That's so wholesome. Yeah, I love I, that. I know. <laughs> I try to like I'm trying to like teach myself like I can be like I don't have I'm no I don't have to be like this object. You know what I mean? Like I think I just got tired of being so like. This, like, thing. Right. Because sometimes it can be tiring. Like, I don't know my, uh, anybody else, but sometimes my vagina gets tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just want to put that out there.
0: Yeah, sometimes mine I, does mine, too. Sometimes my vagina gets tired. Sometimes. Tired. Yeah. It's just like, no, I remember more. there was a
1: time <laughs> when my vagina was like so tired. I like, my pimple was just like, I just, like, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. Like, I was just like in so much pain. Yeah. I like I just sometimes I like, looking back like I can't believe like I'm like a year out. But I'm not really a year I'm only a year out for being underneath the pimp. I'm not really a year out of being out of the game.
0: Yeah. Do That's, you want to like get out of the game? Like what do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I feel like none of us are ever really out, truthfully.
0: That's true. Because it's
1: all about a mindset. Like you either see the world as like pimp toes and squares and it's not pimping and howling it's square. So it's like if you have that mentality all the time without realizing, like, are you really ever out of the game? Because like you could be married to your trick.
0: Yeah, that's true. And saying
1: it's your husband, really, that you're like sugar daddy. Like when you really look (laughs) at it, like the way the world works, it's like it's really hard to say, like, oh, I'm out of the game. Like, are you really out of the game? Right. I mean, I've never dated a guy my age in my life. I'm twenty three. I mean, I did last time. I mean, as an adult. When I was in high school, I had a boyfriend, but that doesn't count because like it's
0: high school. It's high school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, my first real relationship with a man it was my pimp. So that's all like I know. And yeah. then the next relationship I was with, in you know, it was different. He wasn't a pimp, but it was different, and it also made me realize, you know, I'm not I'm not in a rush for a relationship. Let's just say that I'm not in a rush to like run towards like a marriage or anything. Yeah. But, but i think it's beautiful like that some women can do that and get married and be with like a guy
0: but it's like yeah especially I mean, a guy who takes care of them like yeah how do you kind of nice <laughs> yeah That's... even if it is kind of sex work yeah kind of sounds like <laughs> yeah. i think it's funny like the girls who like don't know that they're a sex worker like but they're like with a guy like
1: Oh, that was full of me. I knew I looked stupid. Like, when that day I realized (laughs) that I was human trafficked, I was like, wow. I didn't realize that I was really a sex worker. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a time when you don't even realize, like, hey, like, I'm a prostitute. Or I'm selling pussy. Like, there's like, n- like, when you're in the full blown of your addiction, and sometimes I feel like sex work can be an addiction. It is
0: addiction. And some people yeah. don't want to
1: be honest about that. But, like, I feel like when I was in the midst of my addiction, like, you couldn't tell me shit. Like, I was making this bag. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about you, 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 and you. I just wanted my cocaine, my bag, and I wanted to get the fuck onto the next city. Like, yeah. Yeah, And I think I've just, like, really just settled myself down to just, like, calm the fuck down, like, for a, for a little bit. Like, it's only been a year of me, like, calming the fuck down. Like, I need to calm down. Like, yeah. I was in, like, so many different states, like, just getting caught up in a bunch of shit. I didn't even need to be caught up in, like, I needed to just, like, do something wholesome, sit the fuck down, you know, read a book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is yeah. that feeling, like, good for you in the past year? Has that been feeling, like, fulfilling and nice? Or does it feel, like, boring at times? Both. <laughs> but it, sometimes yeah. I feel so
1: fucking bored. Yeah. I started taking pole dancing classes <clears throat> <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. Nice. That was fun. I started taking pole dancing classes. I was like, someone feels sexy and strong again. Yeah. You know? But it's like, man, sometimes... I miss it. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I just want to go back to the club. And like since I've only really been back here for a year, like I'm still looking at clubs because every club here is so different. And mm-hmm. I was like doing the um, you know, the block, you know, like the block. Yeah, yeah I, I was used like to work on the block. I I was like doing the block for a while, and um, yeah, it's just it's just. It's just different. Like it's just it's scary. Baltimore can be a scary place. LA can be a scary place. DC is and like yeah. you just you just never know. I you know, audition at some clubs and I'm just moving back and I'm like, I need like someone to like kind of like hold my hand a little bit and tell I'll me like go hand. to go to this club, go <laughs> to this club. You know, you always need that good. And yeah. Cause you don't want to like go and blindside it, because I've done that before and Oh my God, it's never really ended up great when it's, I've got it in blonde sighted and no type of support or understanding what's happening. Like it can be like really, really scary.
0: Yeah. It sucks to do it alone. Like, on one hand, like well, I mean, obviously it's not like you're one of one of these uh people that's like new to the industry or something, but like I, I hear a lot of like sex workers saying, like, oh, like I hate when girls are in my DMs and um, and asking well, me Well, that's questions. because they've never
1: had it. That's because they have, like, a, a safety net to fall back on. You know? Right. Like some I'm of like those sa- are, like, privileged. They live at home. Their parents don't know. Yeah. Like, you know?
0: Yeah. And, like, I can understand that. Like, I don't necessarily, like... Like, especially if I'm in public, because, like, I'm pretty, like, out, like that I do sex work and I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it or anything like that. And that's like a privilege in and of itself. But like, if I'm like out at a bar or something with my friends and some like girl is drunk and she's like, Oh my God, like you're a stripper. Like I've always wanted to be a stripper. Like, how do I, how do I do it? And I'm just like, I'm not going to turn you out, isn't bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the context to, like, talk yeah, about it. But, like, yeah. I do believe in, like, sharing knowledge. And I do believe in, like, helping each other. And, oh, like, yeah. Like, let's there say there's a other. dancer
1: that, like, lives in Florida. But she wants to dance in, like, um, I don't know, Texas. Like, I'm pretty sure she would hit someone from Texas and be like, yeah. hey, like, what are the rules? Like, how do I get in? What's my, like, thing? Yeah. And I don't feel like there's People anything wrong with that. Time. And there's nothing wrong so with either. it. Like, I just moved back here, like, I'm going to ask you, like, hey, like, what are the worst, some you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel yeah. like th- this area. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, like, connecting and, like, and just, like, opening the door. Yeah.
0: And also even for girls, like, who haven't danced before. Because, like, you don't know somebody's situation. Like, for me, I started dancing because of that story I told you, like, about that dude, like, raping me. And, like, I had to go to the hospital. I had this hospital bill. I was, like... It was super expensive. I was getting phone calls about it weekly, being like, Oh, this bill's gonna go into collections, like blah blah blah. I wasn't paying any of my bills because I like couldn't show up at my regular job anymore because I just was like traumatized. So traumatized. Yeah. So like I trauma's needed real. to like
1: trauma's so fucking
0: real. Yeah, I was like, oh, Well, yeah. I've always wanted to be a stripper and like seeking arrangements just isn't really looking so good these it's days. It's not, so, it's really not. Yeah. It's really lame. So I started dancing, you know, and like it's it's not like you know anybody could tell by looking at me that i was there because i was in like a traumatized position it's not like anybody could see that and like i can't see that either like if somebody's like there are men who
1: can though and and advantage of it, and that's that's what's dangerous
0: that's why like when i first started dancing like i i was dancing at the ritz which i started dancing there again um recently and there was a customer, like, who, I I, like, I had just started, and I was clearly, like, very, like, drunk all the time, and very vulnerable, and, like, didn't know what was going on, and men would take advantage of that, and so, like, I'm in a private room with this guy, and he, like, just, like, takes his dick out, but I, like, didn't know, and I was giving him, like, a fully nude lap dance, because I also wasn't aware of the fact that I, like, Frankly, didn't have to be naked if I didn't want to be. Like, uh, but I was because I just thought, like, oh, I'm supposed to be naked. I'm supposed to let this guy do whatever he wants. And I'm just like dancing on top of him and he just puts his dick in me. And I'm thinking, like, well, he's like giving me all this money. Like, what if, I, like, I don't know how he's going to react if I'm like, no, you can't do that. And I was also drunk. So I was very floppy and just like accepting of it, like happening and stuff. And yeah, I mean, guys. Mm, they'll just like take advantage of it and that's why like if somebody like asked me like those questions like it's not always the right context for me and it can be like a really annoying question that
1: was deep by the way like thank you for sharing
0: that like i that was deep that was deep yeah it was hard and also like even like during the pandemic when like the strip clubs were closed uh, I was working at a, a medical dispensary and the guy who, who did that to me in the private room, he was coming in there all the time. And I was the, I was the receptionist on like some days. So I I would let him in like all the time and look at him like, where do I recognize this guy from? Like, I don't know where I recognize him from. And it finally clicked. I was like, oh my God, that was the guy. Like when I started dancing in the private room who just like put it, took his dick out and, uh, the, the owner of that dispensary like knew that I used to be a strip. it just eventually happened. Cause like a bunch of people at the dispensary noticed that all these random men knew me and were calling me different names. And I was just, they were like, what's like, why are, who, how, <laughs> how do you know all these men? Like what's going on with you? I was like, uh, well I worked at, a, I've worked at a lot of strip clubs in the area and I worked at one down the street. So a lot of people that are just around this neighborhood, you know, like, I was like, it's that just is what it is. Like, I worked at, they're like, you worked at a strip club? Like, were you a stripper? People were getting really nosy about it, and I just was, like, fine. And I, like, ended up just, like, volunteering that. Well, I don't know if I volunteered the information or if, like, people were trying to, like, pull it out of me, but I, like, told them. And so I told the owner, I was like, look, like, this customer that comes in all the time, or patient, as we called them, because it's medical marijuana, I, I was like, he, he, like, raped me, um, And he was like, what do you expect me to do about that? I was like, (laughs) "Um, I expect you to not let him in here anymore because I am a very valuable employee to you. And I have done a lot of work beyond like bud tending and receptionist. I had done like, like business, like profit analysis for him, like at home. That, I mean, he paid me to do it, but, like, I was doing valuable things for this man. Like, this business, like, had yet to profit, and I was sitting here giving him, like, numbers and showing him, like, how he could profit because I know, I mm-hmm. know how to talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, not only just from my experience, like, being a sex worker, but just, mm-hmm. like, my life experience in general, like, uh, gave me the ability to do that, and so I, and even regardless if I wasn't, like, a valuable employee or whatever, like, how are you going to, like, Judge, yeah, Yeah, and not be supportive. I don't know. Like, why would you continue to let that customer come in if I'm sitting here telling you like, "It's pretty crazy. This man did this to me." So,
1: (laughs) yeah, that's that's what happened to my job. So, basically, when I was working at a restaurant, um, I originally came back and I just like told them like, "Hey, like this guy that was employed at the same." So the guy who trafficked me used to work at the job that I ended up working at that I met the guy that I'm currently in a situation with now. <laughs> so, basically, that's what happened. So, there's, like, this restaurant that he, that he used to work at that, um, and that I started working there. And I told them, I said, hey, like, don't let this guy come back because he used to be my pimp. And, yeah. like, I, I don't want him to know where I work. And then he ended up finding out where I worked anyway. Mm. And so, and the thing is, it's, like, some people want to know, like, I also did talk to my pimp after I left. It wasn't like the relationship kind of like ended right away. I mean, it ended, it ended. Yeah, but it wasn't like we didn't still have this like tit for tat thing going on. And I think that that when that ended, that's when I think I knew I had finally like moved on. Like there's like moved on and healed are two separate things, and I feel like I've moved on, but I've never like fully healed yeah like from that experience like i've moved on like there's no like like the love or caring for that person anymore if anything it's like sadness and it's like that's like you know what i mean like it's like i feel bad for myself i don't really feel bad for them you know what i mean it's like i feel bad for me and like the experiences that he put me through yeah yeah but it's, like, I don't want to have that victim mentality, which is why I've been, like, working my ass off. You know, I have my own place now. I have, like, you know, like cats. I have, like, you Aww. know, I have, like, you know, like, I have, I'm in school. Like, I'm working. Like Yeah, you're doing good things for yourself. I'm really trying really hard. And, like, I don't really see that every day. Like, sometimes I think I suck at life. You and don't. I think it's because I hear his, like, voice in my head telling me I do. And, like, that's how they control you, like. Make oh, you feel small. Yeah, you're not making enough money. or And sometimes I feel like, you know, there are days, like, you know, it, it would be, like, a year, and, and it's going on a year and a half since I've ever walked a blade. And, like, I'm really proud of myself because, like, I'm not saying, like, there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the show club. But, like, I'm not saying anything like that, but, like, it, sometimes it feels nice not having to, like, use your vagina for money. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes that I feel feels you. good. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes that feels good, like, to know, like, you're more... That you can do more than just open your legs. Because, like, sometimes you just get tired of fucking. Like, I'm sorry. Like Yeah. Sometimes you just get tired of fucking. And, like, I have just fucked so much in my life. Like, I have fucked so much for a 23-year-old. And it's, like, I'm not going to, like, pull out cards or numbers or anything on anyone. But, like... You know, you just get tired, you know? And, like, I've had a lot of, like, childhood abuse. And, like, I just find that, like, I'm content with my sex life the way it is now. I feel like I have, like, a decent amount of sex. I feel like I have I have enough sex in a week, okay? Like, yeah. it's, it might not be with these crazy different amounts of people, but I have enough sex in a week, you know, that makes me feel, like, beautiful inside. It makes me happy and fulfilled. And I think that's something that also, like, it's hard to find as a sex worker, too. Yeah. And I think the only reason why that I've been able to kind of like start to fill that balance is because I haven't been just labeling myself as a sex worker. I label myself as someone who does many different things when I introduce myself to people or how I present myself to the world, I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like it's all about how you present yourself, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because sometimes I don't even, like, I sit back and I think, like, did that really happen to me? And then you, like, you realize, like, oh, well, the kids are telling you that this is happening to you. And then, then, like, these people are showing up at your door. And then now you're sitting here talking to, like, And then now you're sitting up here, like, Did they like, do anything like, to help you? Um, To get out of the situation, um they got me in contact with an organization that helped me get a plane ticket out here that's right and then i stayed in a safe house well no the first time was my family then the second time was the organization then i kind of like had to like figure out my way like i had to work my way like i was working a lot i was working a lot a lot of jobs yeah i was working a lot of jobs um and then after that i um, yeah after working that many jobs i just was able to get on my own, and then also I was a, pro, you know, I was a, an escort on my own, right, for a long time, and um, I learned a lot. I don't really talk about it a lot, but that phase of my part of my life, I feel like, is the opposite version of my life now. Mm-hmm. Like I lived, I lived in and out of an extended stay for like a few months. It was like a little mini an apartment. I'm not sure if you know what an extended stay is. I do, but it's like <laughs> a little mini, you know, it's like yeah. a little mini an apartment, and I used to live out of one of those, and like life wasn't bad for me then yeah it might not be as nice and comfortable as for me now like you know what i mean but it wasn't bad for me then either you know yeah yeah it was just a different lifestyle i just lived a faster faster paced lifestyle Mm -hmm. and like i'm kind of glad that i've kind of slowed down a little bit and you know now i have now that i've slowed down so much to the point where i can like sit here and say okay like I'm pursuing this certification and this degree. Well, and I maybe and you know I'm working on getting more of tattoos and I'm working more on like what I want to look like and I'm working more on myself and I'm reading books and like. And, you know, if I want to do sex work, maybe I'll, like, redo my OnlyFans or my Fansly and I'll take my time with it. And I'll make it, like, this beautiful piece of art. Like, I'll actually be able to do something that I want to do with it and channel my energy in a different way. It doesn't have to be in this, like, gross, disgusting way. It can be in this beautiful way. And that's what I'm trying to, like, really, really work on this year is, like, taking all the things I go through and, like, challenging into something, like, more beautiful,
0: you know? Yeah, something that's not, like, under the male gaze or, like, controlled by the male gaze. Yeah, something my
1: therapist said to me. She said to me two two sessions ago that really stuck with me. She said, "Um, you know, life doesn't have to be hard. Hmm. And like when you think about it, right? You're like, well, that's not necessarily fucking true. My life yeah, sucks, I mean, right? That's hard. When it you is think hard that, when you, people. but it is, it is hard for some people. But then you think about it, and it's like, it doesn't have to be that hard, though.
0: Yeah, we 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 can make in, our it mind, on ourselves. in our mind. In
1: our mind, she's talking about in our mind. Yeah. She's talking about how we like control our how minds. You no matter the circumstance, it's really yeah. like it doesn't have to be that hard. And so I think that mindset. Even before she even told me that, I feel like I've always had that mindset, and that's how I was able to get, get away from my trafficker. Because yeah. I kept telling myself, "He's not that hard to get away from. I just need to get away from him." Yeah, "I not that hard to get away from. I just need to get away from him. He's not that hard to get away from. I just need to put myself in the position to never need to be around him again. He's not that hard to get away from. I just need to make sure that I take make sure that I'm known, like my voice is heard. Yeah. I think that's why I do." this is the second podcast i've done i think this is why i like want to work with kids and this is why i want to like i like working with animals and i like working in my community and i like getting to know people and i don't mind being a shipper and i don't mind being an active participant in my community because i think when you've been around somebody who like makes you feel like death is so close and near and they scare and they have put fear inside of you it's like fight or flight and it's like you want to either make your voice be heard and known so if something ever happens to you that's what happens to you or like you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. or you kind of just like freeze and like I feel like a lot of women don't talk about their experiences they're very like shy about it and they feel ashamed about it and and that's really really sad because I felt that way for, like, so long. Like, I felt because, like, my mom didn't love, doesn't love me or my dad doesn't love me or they see it in my vagina on the internet or, like,
0: yeah. you know.
1: But, like, a lot of times they're the main reason why it's there. Yeah, that's true. Like, I wasn't supposed to be here. I tell people this shit all the time. I didn't ask my mom to spread her legs. Like, she chose that, you know, and it sucks, and we're here. But this is the shit we have to deal with, and it's, like, you know, it can be sad,
0: yeah, it can be sad. And I think it's like it's it's like both like I think your therapist, it's like they were trying to like empower you by saying that and saying like, you know, y- you can have a voice like you can like stand up for yourself. Um, you can defend yourself. But it also doesn't take away from how. I mean, it's, it's not that simple. You don't just like, oh, like, I'm empowered now. I can stand up for myself. I can leave this, like, situation that's not good for me. But also, like, it is good to be able to empower ourselves. And it is good for, you know, people to hear our voices, um, not only so that we can get it off our chest and talk about it because that's empowering and it's healthy, but also because so much of the stigma associated with sex work is due to people not knowing anything about it they're just ignorant about it they don't know what it's like they don't know what people and and if, if they would listen to us talk and they would hear us they would hear a human being talking I hope. Some yeah, people, it, some would some people would hear, like, hear so a two, t- or a yeah, whore, yeah, they would hear like a, whore. a they're, prostitute. They're talking. like, oh yeah, <laughs> these
1: two fucking big titty ass whores, just yeah, right. like talking about nothing, just talking about Vagina their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Vagina monologue. Vagina
0: monologues. Some people definitely think that yeah, and there's was, like, like no helping those people, but I do believe that there's people out there. Who are curious and maybe have are ignorant thoughts? There people who don't give thoughts. a shit
1: about what I have to say. They're like, no. "Oh my god, like this bitch! Look at this! Look at this big, tall bitch with her big, round titties!" Like this right? is what they talk about <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> her, like their ghetto ass. What they fuck, or they fucking her like her preppy school girl Oreo ass. Like that's what they talk about me. You know, like. It's never like, oh, she's really smart and educated, and you know she knows She's like Hillary Clinton. You know?
0: <laughs> oh, Hillary Clinton's yeah. like dumb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like your
0: husband like cheated on you like a thousand like, times. <laughs> like, you know? With some ugly bitch. And, like everybody knew about it. The whole country knew about it, <laughs> and you stayed with him. But yet, like people and then people admire vote for her. You. She's like she's like running for president at some point, you know. She,
1: it, but then she lost over fucking emails. Meanwhile like Donald Trump has Donald a fuck Trump. has like a whole stash of CIA you lost a fucking
0: documents like. <laughs> <laughs> like you that's love you. to
1: donald bro but
0: people respect her and they're like i'm a feminist because like i but <laughs> and then they're the same type of feminists who are like t- t- sex workers exclusionary feminists or sort of, like turfs, trans exclusionary feminists yeah like, th- but they're like but hillary clinton that's like that's, or barack yeah <laughs> oh god <All> right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was so when Donald Trump was about to become president, I was not shocked. Like already having like Arnold Schwarzenegger as my governor, I was no. Like, I
1: was shocked as fuck. Well. I remember I went to <laughs> bed thinking it was Hillary that one and woke up and it was
0: Donald Trump. It did feel like and a it nightmare, like a nightmare. It, felt like, like it a nightmare. felt like a nightmare. It did not feel real. I was like, but this Hillary is the also end. would have felt like a nightmare. I, like. I don't know. No, you know what's
1: a nightmare? You know what's a nightmare? And I'm and I I feel like so many women are going to come after me. But like I'm just going to say it after. I'm just going to say this. Can you imagine Kamala Harris as president? If something happened to Joe, like let's be real. Like, (laughs) do people actually take this into consideration? If something happened to Big Joe, (laughs) (laughs) Daddy Joe, what were we going to do? It's, it's <laughs> like he's like fucking stupid. Like what's going to happen? Kamala Harris, as she is she's not. Can stupid. you imagine? She's deliberate. She's put like more people behind bars than any other like governor. Like she would fucking like. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, at least yeah. like Joe can just sit there and like be stupid, you know. Yeah, like he's like
1: senile.
0: <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's fucking, probably better that way.
1: Yeah, it, like <laughs> we think Joe's running the country, someone else is pulling the strings right
0: now. Definitely, he's just a puppet.
1: Yeah, we don't all know what's really happening. Art. We just
0: know what's happening later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll find like, out. Like Trump,
1: we knew, we knew verbatim. Like well, this he was happening in, his in his
0: house. <laughs> He'd be tweeting Sh- the yeah. morning.
1: <laughs> like each president has made everything like. Oh my god. That is something crazy to even be talked about. But you know, I just feel like human trafficking isn't talked enough about just because it's happened even with the Epstein. Epstein?
0: No, yeah. I haven't heard of that. What is that?
1: Epstein, the guy where they had the private islands, all the underage girls and all these celebrities and people went and flew out to this island and had sex with all these underage girls. Oh my god. the thing is to Jeff Epstein, something Epstein, I don't know. But anyway, like his his girlfriend or whatever went down for like sex trafficking or whatever and I don't know if he's dead or alive i don't know but then like they just wiped it away clean and like nothing ever happened after that so i feel like wow. you know when you when someone gets caught for like stuff like that you never know like i feel like you never know what happens behind closed doors like you can never really talk about it like that and it's like because of that people the because this crime's happening so many times to so many women they don't know what happens next afterwards and i just kind of like want to show like it does get better like if you leave if you leave and like even if you report it it still gets better like all of it gets better like you have to do it by the book you have to do the right thing you have to get help and you have to get out of there and you have to make and you have to create a support system and network of people like meeting you and talking to you and knowing that you've created a whole network of other girls like me and who have similar experiences as me and like you know, meeting other women on Instagram and just, like, having these different experiences and even, like, having, like, my best friend or, like, meeting people at work or, like, other other women and having, like, a support system so that way you feel, like, empowered safer. and safer yeah. and, like, know that you're not alone because sometimes you can feel alone every day in your life, you know? Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. That's at least for me it's
0: scary. For It is for me, too. Like, like I don't
1: like, have a mom, so, like, yeah, you know?
0: It's just me thugging it out. <laughs> or or So it's like, it's just me thugging it out. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why I think community is so important. I mean, community is important for, like, everyone, but it's, like, so, so, so important for people like us because a lot of us are estranged from our families, like, in some way or another. Some of us are estranged, estranged from part of our families. Some of us are entire families. And some people even, like give their like literally are like doing sex work just to give money back to their families you know like there's so much that we experience that is that can be like unsafe that can be like difficult and like it's not even our money like all the time is like necessarily ours and that can be really hard and really like disempowering and having community to like hold you and like be there for you I just really, I really value that a lot. I think it's crucial. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's just like right now, I'm just like the scariest part of my life ever since like reintegrating my society. It's like it's sex because there's no real support to get back into society. You know what I mean? Like it's really difficult to like as a woman to go like from sex work to not sex work. It's really, really difficult to get out of it. Yeah. It's really, really hard, especially when you're, like, addicted to, like, you know, drugs, and, you know, like, I take Xanax, and, like, I was scared to say that, like, but, like, because I feel like some people will say, like, oh, well, that's, like, you know, like, you're addicted, like, you're a drug addict or whatever, but, like, if your doctor is prescribing it to you and, like, knows what you've been through and, like, you're an honest person when it comes to your medication, like, you shouldn't have any defaults, you know what I mean, or, like, You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, you might have a drink here and there, but, like, you know what I mean? Just, like... There's nothing wrong
0: with you, like, taking medicine if it's making you feel better. And I constantly
1: have (laughs) this, like, conversation with my friend every day, all the time, because I feel so insecure about it, because it's, like, I guess,
0: like, my trafficker or my pimp used to make me feel like, oh, you're crazy because you take meds. That's not true a lot of people take meds. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of rhetoric out there too that like that that's like trying to say that like people who take meds are crazy or that's trying to say that like oh like it's just like the meds aren't actually helping you. They're meant for you to get addicted to because like America's pharmaceutical industry is like trying to profit. And I'm like, I'm not gonna say that America's not trying to profit. Like America's definitely trying to profit on all fronts. Like the pharmaceutical industry is it's not booming, the okay. only it industry that's profitable. I, yeah, I'm it is booming. There. Of course I'm it is. Always but at it, CBS. It's, I'm it's helpful at CBS, it's yes. helpful yeah, like it could be both working, yeah. it doesn't have to be like just like oh it's profitable so it's not real and it's not helping anyone i'm like well, it could be profitable and it could be helpful um not everybody has to take stuff but like some people do and i don't think that there needs to be like a stigma around people who need to like use medicine to help their mental health like Aspe- and people who like say things like that are just like coming from a really privileged position to be like, oh, it's just this highly profitable industry. I'm like, well, you sound like you're speaking as someone who like doesn't have to take medicine. So why don't you just like shut up? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you can just be like
1: sober with nothing nothing wrong going wrong with right. you when you're sober. Like it, when no, I'm sober, I'm t- fucking people us. usually like, say yeah. t-
0: things like this to me while they're like five tequilas deep at the bar. They're, yeah, like, telling me that I'm like, okay, so what did, what did you think about like the alcohol that, industry? In America? Yeah, exactly. And it's always that? the
1: alcoholics. The alcoholics always. <laughs> have the most to say about people who take meds. I know they like do like the they alcoholics really, really have like AA a- people AA a- people do not like NA people. No. Okay? Like or like AA people are so like ooh well it's only wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a glass of wine. It's not liquor. Or yeah anything. it's not liquor. <laughs>
0: As if that's any different. It's oh really my funny. god, It's
1: really not. Like, 1800, like, when I think about it, like, yeah, I, I might have to take, like, drink six glasses of wine for, like, a shot. But it's, like, at least I knew I was slowly getting fucked up. With, like, a shot, it just hits you. Boom, you're fucked up. Yeah. I want to slowly get fucked up. I don't want to just get, like, boom, fucked up. Because you can't prepare Same. for it. You can't Don't. prepare for it with wine. you can prepare, you can get ready for bed you can get you you prepare relax. to be dead okay? <laughs> like a shy it's just like boom, fucked up, you're gone, yeah, you're out blackout. <laughs> suddenly you're waking up with some ram juice bedroom right exactly, right? yeah. Yeah, it's like I a, remember a nightmare. Like waking no. up
0: out of a blackout one time, I was like at the strip club I was working at in New York and I was like I was like doing like ketamine at work and like drinking.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> the first time I ever did ketamine <laughs> I was in fucking oh my god, I was in fucking Charleston and I met this girl off fucking um Twitter and I never met her, and she was like some fucking witchy ass bitch, and she was like selling oh ketamine no. with her boyfriend out of oh, like Charleston. Witchy ass bitch on the ketamine. Yeah, and she was like, she's like, well, I was like, what is that? And she's like ketamine. I was like, I don't want to try that. I don't want to try that. I was
0: so scared. I was of it. so
1: scared of it. I was like, I don't want to try that. I don't <laughs> want to try it. I was like, I'm
0: never gonna try it. I'm never gonna try it. You've never tried it. Never tried it. I don't. I don't necessarily recommend it. I kind of like it, but she I, was I had just a friend- like. She was just like. Yeah, but she just talked so much. Oh, is she she, she sure it wasn't mixed with Coke? I don't
1: know. Some people
0: do talk a lot on ketamine, though. Like, I talk a lot, but it's more like yeah so like yeah that's what? how she was. Talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, more like that and it's just stupid like so it, when I first she
1: was talking she was like
0: it's <laughs> like you're not even like really like saying anything I swear to god <laughs> she was like that too and you're she, like I, she, I, was, she, I was she didn't even know where she was it like, comes complete like bimbo mode so when I first started seeing people like doing ketamine like I was like I don't think I want to do it like I, I don't think thinking, I want to do that mm-hmm. but then I like tried it and like mixing it with alcohol like makes that like I don't even know like even like worse and like you just don't care. So like I'm working at this strip club in New York and like the strip club closes I'm in a complete K-hole like I'm in the dressing room like literally like screaming because I'm like trying to get of this like hole I'm in and I'm like ah! Like, and everyone's like you're so funny like blah 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 I was like and I was loving the attention so yeah. I was like yeah like I'm funny like whatever and I like go upstairs and like the bar back had just like mopped the stage and I get on the stage and I just start like sliding around the water, like like on the floor like a snake, and like trying to dance on the pole and stuff. And the and like I'm doing this for like a good 30 minutes. All the girls are like, bye, Zephyr. They're like leaving, going home. I'm like, bye! And I'm like still dancing, like I don't care. And the owner's like, and everybody else who works there is like doing everything to get the money together, like close the club. And it's like clubs are open till 4 a.m. So it's like 5:30 in the morning at this point. The owner comes up, he's like, Zephyr you got to go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm making money. First of all, like I'm still like making money and like people are watching me dance. So he was like, the floor is like wet. Like you're literally rolling around on wet floor right now. And nobody's here. Like that's like the security guard, like this guy <laughs> who's literally like sitting there. He was so old. He would just be like snoring. Like, not being a real security guard like even even when the club was open he would be just sitting there like <laughs> and yeah. I'm looking at him I'm thinking like I don't know I was just so deep in the k-hole like I thought he was a customer I thought I was making money I thought I was putting on a show but somehow like it's I ended up like snapping out of it like a few minutes after that and like coming out of this like kind of like blackout like brown because there were like things I forgot that like people had to like remind me of and I was like I kind of remember that like I don't know but I'm just like waking up out of this state like in the club and I'm like on this wet floor and then I was like oh my god like what am I doing what am I doing right now like I'm so fucked up and I'm just coming out of this like that's crazy (laughs) Yeah, ketamine's crazy, and it's, like, I don't think it's, like, a very safe drug to, like, do at work, but I think that's, like, part of why I've, like, done it at work, too, because, like, I just kind of, like, am more, like, floppy, and I, like, don't care. And that's just, just like,
1: my thing. I take probably, like, every day, like, I can pop between, like, one to, like, I mean, I take about, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to say, like, let's say I was, like, two or three, like, average, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, as prescribed. That's what my doctor said, as prescribed. Yeah. But, like, you know. Has it got out of hand sometimes? Yeah, it has. Just like anything, right? Anything can get out of hand. But I will say that, like, you know... You, I, you do need your medication to feel normal. And honestly, I'm like starting not to feel ashamed about it as much because I'm like, think about all the unmedicated un- 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 people, all yeah. these crazy motherfuckers who do need these medications. They're the fucking nutcases. They're the ones who like your mass school shooters, right? They're the they ones need that something need something to, to even meds. them out. Yeah, <laughs> they're not like evened out. They need a glass of wine, shit. <laughs> yeah, something, they need something to take the edge off. I need ass. something. Yeah, I know I do. Oh my god. Yeah, it was so crazy when I reached out to you. I was like, I really want to be on her, I really want to talk to her. And it was like, yeah.
0: I'm really glad that you reached out. I was so nervous. I was like,
1: is she gonna reach back? Because <laughs> <laughs> some strippers are so mean. Some, some strippers, really some mean, strippers are really mean. Some strippers are mean like- they're really like fuck with you. And I mean like, and I'm then like, like, but then substrippers like, like, are like I <laughs> uh, some I mean, like they'll be like, oh, like you're you're always talking about this or that or like they'll never post me like they'll never post me but it's like bitch it's my page like I hate that like the, you don't need to shout out for a shout out it's like this is like my page I'm like I'm not going to shout you out on my Instagram if I don't want to
0: yeah, I don't. I don't really do that on my page. That's like for me, for my like own like work. Like, yeah. shout out other people. Like, very. Much. I mean, sometimes I do because sometimes my friends just looking really hot, and I just I just need to share. Yeah. but like, yeah. you know, like, like that's what I mean, it's like, it's, sometimes it's, it's just, like she's really hot.
1: You. Like, fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No, 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 no! It's like it's like like and it's like crazy. And you know what's crazy is like also the term like renegade. I don't know that term. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy because it's like I've heard of. Like in I've like heard this it. Different like realm of like the game where it's like you don't know about like the like the term renegade. It's like a woman who like basically like gets to do anything she wants on her own and doesn't need like that's what like pimps call women who don't have like a man or don't want a man
0: mm-hmm. while being
1: a sex worker.
0: Oh. They're called <laughs> renegades. Oh. <laughs> and that's really scary. That is scary. It's basically they're, like, distinguishing, like, women who have a man and women who don't have a man because they probably see women who don't have a man as, like, more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Or they're, like, also, like, looking down on it because they're, like, you know, they, they can't see, like, they can't see that situation making any sense because they're they they're so like fucked up they think like a man's supposed to be like in control of like every woman's life yeah so they can't like understand when it's not like that or something i don't know this has been like such a cool conversation like it's probably like the best conversation that i've had on well i don't want to say the best because like i don't want to make anybody else who's been on the podcast (laughs) feel bad i've had some really cool conversations on this podcast but like this conversation has been so like raw and like honest and i don't know i really appreciate that because i know it's not easy to be honest and
1: yeah i mean i'm I'm, I'm being honest but also as you know not you know keeping some things private
0: as you should yeah Yeah, you have to protect yourself and that's okay you know Yeah. As long
1: as you and I both yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I understand. Yeah.
0: There's certain things I don't say or certain things I'll end up like bleeping out that mm-hmm. I said because mm-hmm. for I don't, legal reasons. For legal yeah. reasons. I'm like no, I'm, not, that, admitting yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm about, not admitting to I'm that. Admitting I'm not admitting to not admitting to anything that, actually. I was like, as a matter
1: I don't like, yeah, I, actually I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know what you're talking I, was, about. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't What was today? I don't know. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Are you hungry? Like,
0: (laughs) always. Anytime, anytime I want to get out
1: of something. Are you hungry? Like, (laughs) you're either hungry or you're horny, or you want to kill me. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. three things right now: hungry, horny, kill me. Yep. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so grateful and I'm so honored because I like I really want to learn about you know the Baltimore culture like now that I'm like here so it's like. I'm super excited to connect in that way And like be part of the T What is it, TWK T, Yeah, and TWK Yeah, twuck. Yeah, twuck <laughs> and the whore you know I want to be part of that The you know I want to be
0: part of that
1: You know so, Yeah, you yeah. are a
0: part of it You're oh, here You're on this you. podcast You're a That's part of it yay. Like <laughs> It's yeah. a whole like big community of us And like I don't know. I there's, just like, there's
1: this girl, and I think her name is Nikki Baltimore. Oh yes. my god, I want to shut her out. I've been following. I've been a huge fan. Of I her. actually just recorded. I- I've an been episode a huge fan of her. I have been a huge. I've been a huge fan of hers for like the past like three years. Really? Like I kid you not. Like oh, like Nikki would love that. Like the, I've <laughs> been like a huge fan of hers for like years. Like huge. She's so cool. <laughs> her there's I think there's like this um there's like a few other ones too. I don't even know. But, like, there's, like, a few other ones. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, like, a huge... I was like, I want to be part of this, like, group. I love them. Yeah. They're so cool.
0: Nikki's amazing. I actually just did an episode with her um uh last week, I think. I'm still editing it, but I'm trying to post it, like, on the Patreon tonight, hopefully, if I can get it done. But um, she's just... She's a mom, and she's talking about, like, what it's like to be, like, a sex worker and a mom and, like... I don't know that was like a really cool conversation too she like talks some about like her relationship with her parents too and her kid's dad and it's yeah all really interesting stuff like it's so cool like all the different types of conversations I've been able to have this season Um, I think I'm gonna do like one more interview after this too and then yeah we'll have like a party to celebrate like launching the season 3 podcast and like yeah, I'm really excited. It all it like started like originally is just like me like talking about my experiences and I definitely like want to have some more episodes where it's just like me talking cuz like as I've like recorded I have like more things to say mm-hmm. like when I was like recording the most recent episode that I posted I said something about like I hate my dad. And I'm pretty sure that my either my dad or my stepmom like listens to this podcast. So like, shout out to y'all. I can see your location. Oh my gosh! Shout out to my mom. <laughs>
1: shout out to my mom. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs>
0: fuck you, bitch.
1: You fuck you, bitch. Okay. Shout out to shout out to my mom. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Okay. Because I'm gonna share this podcast <laughs> out to everyone I know, and they're gonna listen to this shit. And I want it to be all on the internet. Fuck you. Yeah. Suck my nut if I had one. Okay, <laughs> if I had one.
0: I okay. feel that Fuck you I want to like I want to talk more About that You know Like, like it's because like Because
1: of my parents Is the reason I was human trafficked I had no mother My mother let my stepfather Abuse me for fucking years Yeah like, Okay Didn't do shit about it Okay Blamed me They never believed the daughter I never understand It's like when you're It's like how does this Eight year old Just like b- Wake up one day And decide Hey today I want to say That this thing happened to yeah, me Yeah like how like, would like, you even like, Make that like, up How did you even Make that up It's like you right. didn't Right. And so like telling my mom this. And my mom's like, Oh, you made this up. Like you you got you made this up in your head. Where it's like look at yeah, like look looking back, I'm like, wow, this bitch was delusional. Like right. there I came from that, like, oh right. shit, I gotta get some my shit together. I cannot end up like that.
0: Yeah. Like that is crazy it is crazy
1: and like that's no wonder i no wonder i was so delusional like look what happened to me Mm -hmm. i'm like a product of her you know she was with an abuser and i was with an abuser the only difference is is i made the choice to leave and to to stay away yeah and hope that i don't end up with another one god
0: forbid she's you know yeah yeah that's real I feel like a lot of us, like, have, like, damaged relationships with our family, and I, like, hate that, and I definitely, I definitely want to, like, talk more about that, and I don't know, like, I don't know what to say about it yet, because Mm. I'm still, like, trying to, like, heal from my own experiences with my family, but, like...
1: When I was three, the guy that, my cousin's dad, he went to jail for, like, uh, putting his dick in my ass, and, like, she never, she never acknowledges it. Her mom never acknowledges it. In fact, my mom tried to get me to stay with her, even though she's the whole reason why the dick was even in my ass. It's like right. it's like crazy. It's like
0: these adults in your life, they don't want to see. The and they don't want to acknowledge it. And I feel like that's like a huge problem with like the previous generation in general. And I'm starting to get to a point where I almost feel sorry for people that were born in that time because they all have like demonstrated to me like people in that generation that like they don't know what boundaries are and they yeah. don't know what holding people accountable is and they don't even know what holding themselves accountable is and I just can't imagine like how shitty that must feel to repress that much all the time Um, but at the same time like I don't have to like empathize with that shit oh yeah like like
1: for me I like, don't have like, to. like I think about my mom and I think about like The fact that she's not there for me and I think about like all the things that I miss and all the mother-daughter activities, things that I miss and how I was the one that was always blamed for everything. But now I just feel like when you look at it, it's like everybody always tells me to feel, you say, oh, you should feel sad for her, you should feel sad for her. And it's like, but the thing is, I kind of, I don't feel sad for her in a way, but I, I feel sad because I feel sad that it's happening to her. Yes, I do feel sad. But yeah. I don't feel sad because I feel, like, at some core, you know what's happening.
0: Yeah. At some root, you well, know what's happening. Well, and when you're happening. affecting a child, Especially like, you're responsible. Especially when you're affecting
1: a child that you birthed and created and you brought into this world. Like, there's no way you just don't know.
0: You know Yeah, what I mean? that's not excusable to, yeah. like, make... To, to Like, what your decisions are and, like, whatever you're going through in terms of that, I can see how sometimes it can be hard to leave or sometimes it could be hard to deal with that. But if it's affecting a child, if it's affecting a minor, like... You're just responsible you're responsible for a minor that you birthed into the world unless like somebody adopted them to this make sure that they're like okay a really good, like, This
1: has <laughs> been, been a really good podcast I, like, I hope I hope I can come back in another season,
0: yeah, I hope so too i'm I feel like we could go on and on honestly yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, but mm. maybe we should like. Stop here. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah <let's> stop here. <laughs> We're
1: just... Uh, well, um, thank you so much for having me. For yeah. Real. It's been amazing talking to you.
0: It's been really amazing. Like, we talked about so many, like, really deep things, and, like, I'm just, like, grateful that you opened up to me so much and grateful that you held space for me as well. And, and I'd like, love
1: to be a part of more, like, the pop-up shops and everything that you have going
0: on Yeah. Like, yes. Definitely I please would love that. in all that. Yes. I want to, like, be a part of that. Yes. Sure. I will keep you in the loop on all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Seen. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Wait, wait, wait. Follow me. Follow yes, me. Follow yes, yes, Instagram. Uh,
1: definitely not Cammy. Okay. It will be posted.
0: Sorry. Definitely not Cammy. Yeah. All right. And and I'll repost too and tag you okay, cool. as well. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in to Twuk. You can find us on Instagram at Twuckofficial or Com. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash twuck and our RSS is rss.com slash podcast slash twuck. Our ethos states that we are comprised of a collective of sex workers who believe in changing the culture of the industry for the betterment of the workers. Twuck values the safety, human rights, and success of sex workers and focuses on providing educational resources to make this possible. TWUK does not support the exploitation nor extortion of sex workers, and therefore uses its funds to pay sex workers directly and does not profit as an entity. TWUK pays sex workers who are featured on our podcast, and we pay sex workers who perform at our events or DJ at our events. Additionally, we do not charge a tabling fee for sex workers who vend at our events we do need funding so if you support our mission you can cash up us at cash sign twuck official thank you so much and we'll see you next time